The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey, Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, Big Z here. Uh, on this episode, we actually recorded it on Monday, December 19th, but it'll be airing a little bit later uh, when you're hearing this, um, either on Wednesday or Thursday, uh, because we had the holiday. But we also did this new thing uh, on YouTube, at DTBK underscore Lions. Go on there, follow us going forward. We'll have more live episodes. Um, so we record this live. We mentioned on the podcast, but on the podcast, of course, we're previewing the upcoming game in Carolina. So... Get uh, follow us on there, but really just sit back, relax, grab your Kool Aid. It's time for the pod. All right, uh, <laughs> blue Kool Aid drinkers, we are back, and this is our first live recording of drinking the blue. Yep. Oh. I- now I see what's going on. I apologize. Okay. <laughs> this is our first live go around. I had the YouTube link on the back. Uh, so I was hearing double audio at the beginning of this. But welcome back, you guys. Uh, recording this live on uh, YouTube as well. So in the future, uh, look, go on our Instagram at Drinking Blue Kool Aid, Twitter at Drinking Lions. We'll announce when we have a live stream going on. Uh, so this is our first go around. But we'll still, the podcasting experience will still be the same we understand the visuals that they were just trying to add another you just want everyone to lose uh obviously oh, you just want everyone to see well, our in the first place so i'm big z let's get That's the rest of it is everyone can finally see the ahead, handsome mugs that are talking to you every week on your podcast that's <laughs> all it is yep yep that's it uj all you ladies yep, the out there finally exposed uh, for all to see Ooh. and witness come on <laughs> <laughs> what up? <laughs> um, so I'm Big Z. Let's get uh, the me. other two. So welcome everybody. That guy uh, asking for all the yeah. ladies is UJ. <laughs> and then, and then we got Rud Dog. Yo. And then Bob and Connor uh, are uh, out right now. Okay. They, they, uh, they will join us at a later day for another live one. But uh, right now, this episode we are previewing Lions traveling. To the Carolina Panthers, that of course is another one o'clock Eastern noon kickoff, where the Lions are favored right now. Actually, they were three point favorites. That's come down to two and a half now, and the over under is forty four and a half. Uh, that's for DraftKings, but the Lions favored on the road uh, against a a feisty Panthers team. This Panthers team is interesting. So they actually have a they still have a chance to make the playoffs at five and nine. They have a chance to win the division at five and nine because this is the NFC South right now. Tampa leads at six and eight, but Carolina, New Orleans, and Atlanta all sit at five and nine. And actually, Carolina beat Tampa Bay, so they are still playing for their playoff lives because uh, they play Tampa Bay the following week um, for a chance to go ahead in the division, which would just be insane considering they fired their coach, Matt Rule, halfway through the season. Steve Wilkes is their coach now. Um, 
And th- this team has been <laughs> pulled together by uh, duct tape in a lot of ways. Uh, the Baker Mayfield saga has ended. He moved on to L.A., but they've had P.J. Walker at quarterback, and now their quarterback is Sam Darnold. So what do you guys make of this uh, Panthers team at a, on a high level? Are you they look is there any concern ready about to be devoured. <laughs> What's that, Rod Dog? Go ahead. Mm-hmm. So uh, they look Miami yummy and ready to be devoured. Here. With okay. a team like UJ? this, the, the Lions uh, let themselves down a little bit. I don't think they will, but um, yeah, this team is scrappy. Like you say, they're, they're they technically. I'm mean, just from looking at it, it doesn't look like there's much for us to worry about on the surface. However, you know how these games go, and it's a home game. NFL is a strange thing. Catch us on our with our guard down a little bit. You know that could could surprise you, but uh, there's nothing really on this team that from a Lions point of view, it scares me very much. And barring a letdown from our guys, which I don't think Campbell will let happen, I think we're going to, we should be able to handle them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, the, and the last time the Lions had back-to-back row game, they, they've had back-to-back row games. This will be the third time this year. The first time was a 29 nothing loss to the Patriots and then 24-6 to to the Cowboys. Um, but then they beat the Bears 31-30 to and the Giants 31-18. to So hopefully we replicate that. Uh, type of back-to-back road performance this time around. Uh, But coming off the huge win over the New York Jets, uh, a lot of people weren't giving the Lions enough. uh, A lot of people were picking the Jets in that one. So the Lions pulling off another. And they're their underdogs coming to the game, albeit one point, but nonetheless, um, underdogs. So the the Lions' ability to come back again, uh, to keep defying the odds uh, after being one and six, to now, because right now, heading into this weekend, if the Lions win, and um, the Seahawks lose to the Chiefs and the Commanders, the Washington football team, whatever you call them, uh, lose to the 49ers, then the Lions, oh, they, they, could, they would control their destiny after this week, basically, which is just crazy to think about. And, but, and, both, and both those teams are the Seahawks and the Commanders Amazing. are both underdogs this week. Uh, and both traveling on the road to those two top tier teams. So really exciting uh, to see what we could do. But man, uh, I, just the, just the, the thought of being here is just wild, considering where we were uh, early in the season. No, <laughs> no. Can, can can anybody believe we're in this talking like this right now? This is insane. <laughs> I know one man. I know one man who believes. Who always saw this? That man is Dan Campbell. He saw this, man. You know he did. He never changed what he said. He he basically foretold this. I mean, maybe not in this exact fashion, but I'm not surprised by this team coming this way because they were pressing it for it so hard all season. Like, it's just uh, it's a credit to everything Dan Campbell's been doing. Do you, do you think Brad Holmes and do you think Brad Holmes and Sheila Ford Camp and I mean, the whole crew thought they would be at this point, this fast, and well, this retooling, uh, six-year retooling. I'm not going to say uh, I'm going to put Sheila and shot. Brad necessarily in that level because there's something different of being about, you know, at the ground level, one, uh, you know, leading the actual troops. Like, those guys are more detached from the locker room and stuff. You know, I'm sure they have a, a, t- a pulse on everything, but, like, for them to buy into the level that Dan, but I don't know. They never backed down. They never wavered on them. They, they've been true to the vision, too, but. Uh, 
this fast. Like I think they expected it to happen yep. sooner, like we all did. I think the one and six to start the season was the anomaly <laughs> here. That that was like the unexpected crucible we had to put ourselves through to get to this point this season. But I think everyone was expecting this to be good this year. Like it's happening hmm. later than expected. Oh, I, I mean, I was projecting. I don't know if I agree with that, but uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a completely gutted roster uh, and the Lions gave up or like have, had draft capital going forward and a lot of one year deals. Uh, so I, I, I don't think the Lions expected. I disagree. To, I think they're expecting maybe like a six or like the seventh win coming at the I end disagree. of the season. 100%. I don't think they're expecting. I, I feel like listen to Dan Campbell at all during hard no, games. Yeah. He believed in this team's potential. No, hey, well, of course he's going to say that. What do you want him to say? This team's going to suck this year. We're going to be just under five hundred. These guys can capable of, and <laughs> look at when we've had all the the pieces of the puzzle this season, we've been good. Like obviously the defense took a real extra, you know, roop in the rear to get their act together. But like this was the vision that we were expecting to start the season a little more steady after we went on a, a tear to end last year. So no, I, I still think. Uh, hey, I'll, I'll late, say to answer your question, Z, that I don't think they really had a necessarily a time frame or expected it by a certain time. I think they were even thinking to next year, basically. I I don't even think they were worried about this year, but I think mm-hmm. it kind of kind of, yeah. They I don't think they were worried about this year at all. But the the way it came just, on, a little surprising, right. but That's very welcome and not in Campbell's mind, like like Rudd Dog saying. And I'm telling you, I tell any fan, go back and watch Hard Knocks. I think it was the last episode where Campbell was in, standing with his players on the field and imploring them, God, just trust me, guys, trust me. I have a vision. I mean, he believed it so deeply. And, uh, I mean, mm-hmm. it's just the his vision coming true, you know, a true believer. And uh, I know that's corny in this day and age, and all that, but, man, I'm telling you, this guy – it's it's amazing what he's done with this team. Coach of the year, in my mind. Oh, yeah. Hey! And we have our hey. first uh, YouTube hey. comment, by the way, <laughs> from Jillian. Uh, hey. says, you love the Blue Kool-Aid crew, hey, and we guys. love you. So thank you so much for reaching out. <laughs> yes. Uh, exciting, exciting. So, again, Twitter at Drinking Lions, Instagram at Drinking Blue Kool-Aid. Uh, boss on there to be aware of when we're doing these uh and uh yeah but getting getting back to the uh let's get back to this game now so the panthers i mentioned they're still fighting for their playoff lives they still have a lot to play for this is their last home game of the year um they're four and four at home five and nine so really this panthers team it, it comes down to in my opinion like one thing stop the run if, if you stop the run and force sam darnold uh uh to throw the ball, then it's going to be a long day for them. Uh, last week against the Steelers, it was an ugly day for this offense. 14 to 23, 225, and a touchdown for Darnold. But I don't think that spoke to uh, how dismal the kind of performance was. They were down pretty much the entire game by double digits. Uh, they only had 21 yards rushing, and that's a big reason why. Darnold got sacked four times. This is a very bad offensive line. It's one of the reasons why Matt Rule got fired. He cannot. Um, he cannot field together a good offensive line. And the way our D-line's playing right now yummy, is a yummy, great yummy. favorable matchup for our D-line. I look yeah. James Houston, another great opportunity to get a sack this week. Who's going to finish <laughs> the season with more sacks, Hutch or Houston? That's the question. I know. I don't know. At this rate, Houston will. Yes, absolutely. 
But man, Hutch Hutch in the run game has been spectacular yes. lately. It's so underrated too when you're when you're an effective run stopper. It's not as flashy as the sacks, Worth obviously. Worth gold. <laughs> it is. Uh, oh, absolutely. Especially the way the Lions started the year against the run, it was horrendous. And the way they've turned that around is incredible. And I think you spoke to the last episode, Run mm. Dog, about the play of Isaiah Bugs. Lillian mm-hmm. McNeil's uh, really turned it up uh, the second half of the season. And again, this is like one of the youngest defenses in the NFL. Do not dismiss that, people. <laughs> like we talk about like the expectation stuff and the timeline, like when the line just, I mean, this is like the top, the bottom five youngest defense in the NFL, if not the youngest starting Crazy. defense, I believe. Um, besides, no, the Texans have the youngest, but after that, then it's the Lions. So juggernauts being a cinch. <laughs> it just, you know, the, the, the ceiling is phenomenal, especially when you include two sixty plus rounders. million salary cap next year and what the Lions can. Hey, can any of you guys yeah, in, rounders, in, re- uh, in recent and man and the whole old line? Any of you guys back, in recent it, memory really remember a turnaround like this for a defense where we were literally one of the worst defenses, maybe historically on our way to being one of the worst defense in NFL, and then like almost immediately, like flipping a switch, just. Yes. All of a sudden, we're a good defense. Ridiculous. I mean, can you recall anything in the past that's been like that, where someone turned it around so quickly? I cannot personally, but uh, wow. Amazing. Yes. UJ, I can, but Mm. it's a reverse when we were seven. Uh, I know. (laughs) Went on to lose (laughs) the rest of the season. No, that was the reverse, though. No, honestly, this has been such a precipitous like ex- like rise up for this defense. They really put everything together. But you know, I want to say though, the early parts of the season, did you guys not see it though at all? Like, cause I I saw a lot of it. It was actually felt like weird during games because it always felt like we're like making plays, like because we didn't used to make plays, and now we make plays, and we were making plays, and we'd flash, and but but then like as, when we got rid of Austin, all of a sudden, or not Austin, uh. Uh, what the guy you know the old guy he's the deep backs coach when we got rid of him all of a sudden like they put their act together everyone started trusting each other the units solidifying everyone was flashing consistently that just but yeah no it's been amazing uh the, the what they've done remarkable and, and i mean this and every everyone in america seems to love this team too uh i, I feel like there's just so much yes. positive energy towards Give this team right now it's incredible it, I, they've really gotten rid of that SOL moniker, uh, same old Lions, uh, I think, in a lot of ways, just by the culture that they've built. Uh, Dan Campbell being <laughs> some people, they like, call him a meathead and He'll he's an idiot. It. And I mean, he still sometimes has some game management issues. But overall, I mean, I, I, he is gaining the respect of a lot of people. Uh, and he's second right now in the uh, coach of the year, but I, I don't think he'll win it because the Eagles. Are I don't know. I think his feats are better. So the rest far, of the NFL right in now, a way, like boss. they have a stacked roster. Everyone was kind of calling it early on. Like we kind of defied what a lot of people were expecting so far. So I don't know. I think he's got a good bid. Oh, for sure. I mean, right. The over under in Vegas yeah. during season was six and a half. Uh, for the These last three so games will make a big difference. Though. If we win out, I think it's a no-brainer for Dan. Like, because like that's a ten a ten-win mm. season after a one and six start would be like it'd be all-time epic. Whereas you know a really good dominant season 
from a team that was kind of expected to dominate. I just don't see the narrative there to win that one. Aren't those aren't those uh, things decided though? Uh, at well, I mean the the Eagles would be fifteen and one or sixteen. Yeah, and I mean, one yeah, it's good, but it's That's not pretty like good. <laughs> unheard of or you know, I, it's a good season. Yeah, but <laughs> ten and seven is unheard of. One and six, we we decide like we at that point we'll have went from one and six to make the playoffs, which like no team has ever done before. Uh, I don't know. That's oh, one other team did. One other team. So one how many team, other teams 70s. have won? You know, fifteen games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, it's a good competition. I, I think. We'll, but I, I like our odds there. I like our bid for it better. Either way, um, and you know, I don't know if I don't know if Hutch is going to win Defensive Rookie of the Year. Unfortunately, either it looks like Sauce is like the heavy favorite mm, yeah. right now. Sauce Gardner. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, did you guys see Thibodeau on uh, Sunday Night Football? Yeah. He had some big plays for the Giants. I'm not trying to make a point. I'm just pointing out. Uh, you know, it, it's a pretty. It was a pretty good rookie it was. draft class this year. <laughs> uh, a lot of guys really stuck. Like Garrett Wilson, Garrett Wilson mm-hmm. uh, of the Jets, like who we just played against. He had a great game. Uh, even though he he hates oh, Zach geez. Wilson, <laughs> his quarterback. <laughs> oh wow, that funny. But um, and more more on this Panthers team. Uh. Really stout defensively. That's where they uh, make their name. Jeremy Chin, a guy that we talked about during the draft a few years ago. Uh, he continues to be probably their best defensive player from SIU, the defensive back. Um, but they also have uh, um, uh, Shaq Thompson, Xavier Woods, Derek Brown. Derek Brown, uh, the controversial non-pick that we made. Uh, we went with Akuda instead of Derek Brown, who Patricia wanted, the defensive tackle out of Auburn. Uh, but it is a very good defense. Um, they'll play a lot of man coverage as well. And Goff, uh, including like in this Jets game, uh, his e- his EPA uh, drops a lot when he plays. He's much Goff is much better against zone coverage versus, uh, rather than man coverage, especially the good man coverage teams. He struggled. Uh, more he struggled more than he has against zone teams like the Vikings, for instance, or the Jaguars. Uh, so I just want to note that. Uh, I mean, the, the total kind of reflects the expectations of this game. Another low-scoring pair. This is very much in line with the the total from the uh, Jets Lions game that we just had, uh, which was, I believe, forty-two and a half. Um, so they're expecting another low-scoring affair. <laughs> um UJ's having a lot of Background. fun with the the, U- well, the camera you know, or yeah. <laughs> I'm having some issues here, boys. So got issues, man. Bear with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's we'll all right. Talk about it later. Um <laughs> uh, Brian Burns, uh I don't know Ooh, if he's on the another guy who we could have taken over yeah. a hawk. I don't see him on the injury report here. I don't. I don't see him from the box score of the last game either. So not, oh, never mind. Sorry, I missed him. Yeah, he had one tackle for loss. That's a guy that we have to look out for um, from the defensive end position of the Panthers. Um, and then on the offensive side of the ball, I, I I mentioned Sam Darnold as a quarterback, but Dante Foreman, a pretty solid running back. Chubba Hubbard, their backup. Um, and then DJ Moore and Ter- DJ Moore being their premier wide receiver, Terrence Marshall. Um, and LaVisca Chenault are their other two main wide receivers. Terrence Marshall stepped it up a little bit more recently. Um, but this is not a great Panthers offense. The Lions should be able to shut them down pretty good. 
I, I like this matchup a lot for the Lions, actually. Uh, again, this is a 5-9 and nine Panthers team. They've struggled a lot, especially against the better teams. Um, the, their most recent wins are against the Broncos, not good, and Seahawks, who have been uh, largely exposed recently, going 1-4 the last five, and a reason why the Lions are tied with them now in the playoff standings. But, I mean, did you guys want to add anything else about the Panthers in particular? They're going to have a rough time on Saturday. Yeah, Saturday? Saturday. The game is on Saturday. It's on Christmas Eve. I did not mention yeah. I, don't, I don't think I mentioned that. So a nice Merry Christmas for everybody. Um, you know, hopefully you plan your, if you go to church on Christmas Eve, you, you plan to go before <laughs> in the morning or <laughs> in the evening <laughs> during those three hours. <laughs> uh, you know, don't, I'm not determining what to go though. <laughs> Just trying to help you plan your Saturday. Oh, I thought you were telling us what we had to do there, Z. What the heck? <laughs> oh, um, so uh, let's now get to our last segment, shall we? Our first ever live predictions. Yes. Oh, yeah. I love it. So, as I mentioned, Alliance, two and a half point favorites on the road, over under 44 and a half, going against the five and nine Carolina Panthers. And we'll start with UJ. All right. <clears throat> well, Big Z, you kind of broke down the Panthers pretty good, I think, here. So, but I decided to look for my answers in a different place. I decided to look for my answers in nature. So I, I went on YouTube and I looked up Lions versus Panthers. And uh, they had a simulation whether a lion would win a fight against a Panther. And uh, the, mm -hmm. what it came down to is, okay, a lion can grow up to like 500 pounds, right? Run 50 miles an hour, four-inch canines, just an absolute savage beast. Now, the panther is an agile beast and, uh, you know, quite, uh, quite impressive in its own right, but they only grow to like 175 pounds, but they can climb trees and carry prey that's as big as they are up a tree incredibly agile but in the end the lion is far superior than the panther so i think on saturday we will see a devastatingly dominating performance from the lions yeah. against the panthers and it won't even be close all right I, I you know the jets had a good defense last week maybe better than the panthers panthers i would argue so this is a chance for our offense to open up again, and our defense is just going to have a heyday. So they're going to just go nuts. I, I'm predicting multiple sacks, uh, probably at least two turnovers. And again, we win the turnover battle. I don't think this game's going to be close. I'm going to say 35 to 3. I think it's going to be a dominating performance by the wow. Lions against the hmm. Panthers. So always. You can always find answers in nature. So just remember that. <laughs> that is my prediction. So sage, UJ. Thank you. Well, that's the kind of analysis that they uh, they come to drinking a Kool-Aid for, <laughs> the hard-hitting football right. analysis. Dare you find that anywhere else? <laughs> I challenge you. Yes. Oh, um, all right. <laughs> uh, let's go to Red Dog, shall we? All right. Oh, he's drinking here. He's drinking. Yeah, he's drinking. yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 oh! All right. 
that was a tasty morsel. And I think that's what exactly the Panthers look like this week to the Lions. I think UJ said it well. They're the superior predator here. And, uh, you know, whatever. It's an NFL team. You always got to do respect. And the players should have their, you know, heads on straight and take all that proper precautions, blah, blah, blah. But I don't think it's going to be all that necessary this week. We've been playing some uh, uptight football. And I think we just broke a major barrier uh in that Jets game and I think they're gonna just be humming this week and uh the offense I think uh I'm gonna answer Charlie's question from the YouTube chat thread here uh who do I expect to get the ball week uh game ball this week and I think it's gonna be the Andre Swift I think he is gonna go off I think he's gonna rack up close to 200 yards this week on maybe over 200 with a couple tutties one through the air one on the ground uh, big week. The old line's gonna just, you know, they're gonna feast as well. Uh, it's gonna be a slaughter, a bloodbath, an absolute gorging of panther flesh. And uh, wow. And uh, it's gonna end up, uh, yeah. No, this isn't. There's no no messing around this week. It's gonna be forty five to zip. They're gonna eat their meal and go home fat and happy. All right. Well, there you have it. Two hundred yards from Swift. I don't. I don't... When's the last time you touched a hundred? I, I got to go back and big uh, week for him. look that up. I would love to see uh, that. <laughs> yeah, of course we'd love to see it. Hold on, I gotta just piques uh, my interest. Uh, he has four hundred twenty-seven on the year, so it'd be like a <laughs> he'd have fifty percent of his total rushing yards on the year in one game. Um, get back in shape. The last time Swift ran for a hundred yards in a game, I believe it. I thought he did it once this year. And yeah, it was week one against the Eagles. Hey, he was showing signs last week. A very stingy Jets defense. He was our only real spark on the ground. And I think uh, he's really going to yeah, go the, off against a lesser Panthers team. We mentioned in the last episode, but the Lions running the ball actually recently has been uh, just mediocre at best. Uh, the, yeah. I think that was kind of highlighted by the way they... Uh, uh, Ran the ball at the goal line actually against the Jets on that first drive, getting stuffed. They didn't really get much of a push there. I I, I had no confidence they uh, were going to get the ball over the goal line on that fourth down at least if they ran it. I was hoping for a play action on that um, fourth and short, but alas. Hmm. Uh, but I mean, part of that is too holding like holding calls that we've had on some good runs. But I guess they were good runs because we were all day. Um, also, we haven't needed to be dominant on the ground either. Like no. we've been so successful through the air in recent weeks. Yeah. Know? The Lions are the second team this year only to pass for two over two fifty against the jets. And they passed for two fifty two. So I'm not so too worried really about that. I just team. feel like this is going to be the week to get back on track for that run game. And I think it's going to be swift and his explosiveness. Love it. Yeah. I love it. All right. So, I mean, I, I, I think this Panthers team, they are scrappy. Um, and they are fighting for their playoff lives. The Lions are on the road. Um, remember the last time the Lions went to Carolina? It was, ooh, that was one of the worst games you'll ever watch as a Lions fan. Uh, that was the, <laughs> that was in the Patricia era where we got shut out, uh, 20 to nothing. I don't even know if we got like a hundred yards of offense in that game. It was so brutal to watch. So we are hoping not for a, this is a different team or this is going to be a completely different result. You're talking about bringing up bad memories. <laughs> um, I think it's going to be 
I'm going to go 27 to 17 Lions in this one. Hmm. Uh, oh, man. This yeah. is a this is a scrappy Carolina team. I think they're going to get a little bit of theirs. Uh, they do have some good wide receivers. Sam Darnold's throwing the ball decently right now. Um, but I do think the Lions are the far better team. I don't fully understand the line at two and a half. Um, and hopefully Jameson Williams gets more involved uh, this week and Goff uh, finds him. They're at least throwing him deep once a game, it seems now, no matter what. They're going to just chuck it down the field to Jameson Williams, at least make the defense respect that downfield threat when he's in the game to open up some other stuff uh, mm-hmm. underneath. So I, I think the Lions have to continue at least throwing it once a game deep to him to make them respect it uh, for sure. But those are all our predictions. If you have a prediction, put it in the chat. We'd love to see your predictions. But um, otherwise, this is yet again another episode where we all predict a Lions victory. Seriously? Oh, my. I know. I know you, Jay. Kid Jay, we need one of those like math things where like all all the signs are above your head and you're like doing complex math. Like, that seems improbable to me. Statistical anomaly for sure. I don't, I don't know how that happens. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, so we have a 33 to 10 prediction. Uh, Lions in the chat. He's drinking a blue Kool-Aid. Uh, so oh, yeah. we appreciate uh, we appreciate the Ooh. predictions. <clears throat> hey, there's a, there's a like we are talking about the Lions being a fun team, though. There's a lot of cool little like uh, TikToks and things out there now with Lions fans. Uh, <laughs> you got to check some of them out. There's one where uh, in New York, these fans were tailgating, and this guy who looks like Penny Sewell, big guy wearing a Sewell jersey, was blocking his, doing reps with his wife rushing against him. Like, she get down in a three-point stance, <laughs> and he's just blocking her. <laughs> it went viral. Then there's some uh, a guy on a plane, a Lions fan, this old guy, kind of like old as me, and he he's belting out the Lions fight song on the plane. And just getting into it, and all, there, there's all kinds of this little stuff out there now that it's kind of fun. So we're becoming the zeitgeist, baby. We're just adding to the fun of this team, and 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 I think that this is just a fun team right now. I mean, whatever the record is, they're fun. They're fun to watch. They're interesting. So just keep enjoying the ride, people. Oh yeah, absolutely so awesome. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us here this week on our first ever live recording. Again, uh, that's on YouTube. Follow us on social media at Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid. Twitter at Drinking Lions. Follow us on there. We'll let you know when we're going live. But, I'll, but also, just we're, follow us on there. Uh, let us know your predictions. Um, let us know your thoughts on the upcoming week's game. I know we're doing this a little earlier. Yeah, we're recording this on December 19th. We'll probably release this actually later in the week. Um, <laughs> um so we have one anti drink Kool-Aid drinker in the chat but that's okay. Um he, he thinks the Panthers went 16 to 15, but nonetheless who is this crazy we, person? We want them all. We want we respect them all. Oh, there. Um it's my uncle. But <laughs> But nonetheless, uh <laughs> we want to thank everybody for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Um I, I I'll just mention one more time. Instagram at Drinking the Kool-Aid. Twitter at Drinking Lions. Uh, SidelineReport.com. Thank you for hosting the podcast. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Um, and we want to thank our producer, Kid Jay. Kid, Kid Jay. Jay. Kid Jay. Jay. Jay.
All right. <laughs> Our first live one of those. I thought you were going to let we, us just keep going there, UJ. No and again, we appreciate everybody that uh, sticks till the end uh, for that. <laughs> but um, we're just drinking the blue Kool-Aid on YouTube, Z. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I thought you said you weren't going to give it out. What? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, uh, the last part is Apple, Spotify, regular podcast. Please download. Please subscribe. Please leave a review. Always greatly appreciate it. But we most appreciate our listeners. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back Thanks, next week uh, talking about the Lions' victory over the Panthers. Uh, and we greatly appreciate you listening. So last but not least, as always, go! Go! go. the field a charging team that will not yield and when the blue and silver wave stand and cheer the brave rock 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 go hard win the game with honor you will keep your fame down the field and gain a lion's victory